When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the show that's only successful because my dad, Fred, gave me $100 million in today's dollars. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Croach. Hello. Welcome back to the show, Croach. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'd like to remind our listeners that you can visit us at whoarethese.com. Leave us a voicemail, 585-612-1388. Email the show, show at gmail. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us when you write your comments. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs. This was a suggestion that came in from Patrick from St. Louis. Croge and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. We're going to get into it in just a second. I also want to tease that coming up later on the show, we have an update on the How Come podcast. We mentioned last Mm. week... The show that we reviewed got taken off the internet. Yeah. And Gavin and I were speculating on why that might be. Well, we get the answer. Oh, boy. They come back and they re-recorded episode 29. Wow. Yes. So we'll be playing that. We're going to go back in time with Opie. We have a brand new original segment that we'll be bringing to the show today. We have some recent reviews to uh, read. And also, I have a big surprise for Croge. Oh, no. So, yay. Let's get into it. Killers, Cults, and Nut Jobs with hosts Scotty J and Phil. Two-thirds of the bad boys of podcasting, Carl. The bad podcasting boys <laughs> would be a better term for them. Yes. They kept saying that, the bad boys of podcasting. I Googled that all over the place. Yeah. Google, the other search engine. I yeah. couldn't find anything about <laughs> the bad boys of podcasting. I don't know what they're talking about. I actually, they put out a bonus episode this week that was all behind the scenes. And if you think... <laughs> If you think this podcast is great when they're reading something, you should hear it when they're not reading something. Okay, well, let's get into it, Crows. Do you have a clip that sums up the show I for do. You? This clip is six seconds, and once you hear this six seconds, you can just hit stop on this episode of WATP because it sums up the entire show. This is my number one. Perfect. We have finally reached fall in Illinois. Yep. Well, that's them editorializing. Yes. It doesn't happen very often in the show. It's mostly just reading Wikipedia. Well, what I love about this is, like, the rhythm in the show, this one guy reads something poorly or yep. says something. Yep. And then there's this pregnant pause. One, two, three, and he's waiting for his buddy to chime in. And yep. then the buddy finally chimes in and he goes, yep. I have a clip on here that I call Dynamite Drop-In. Mm. And this is, the, the main guy is Scotty J. Yes. He's the one who's reading Wikipedia poorly. Oh, yes. But his co-host, Phil... With two L's, yes. With two L's. He's introduced as the legend. <laughs> he's the legend of podcasting. And you can tell why when you hear things like this. I'm going to take the guess that Beverly is one of our killer nurses that we've covered. Could be. 
Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> Holy shit. This show is so slow. Oh, my God. It moves yeah. along at a snail's pace. Mm. I have another example of that. And this is... Scotty is just reading the Wikipedia page. He's mm-hmm. trying to make it seem dramatic and interesting. He's not good at that. He's mm-hmm. not a good broadcaster. Mm-hmm. And then... God bless Phil. He's terrible, but at least he tries to make a joke. Yeah. Scotty does not get it and just keeps going. Oh, yeah. Her first victim was seven weeks old. Marinate on that one for a moment. How you going to argue self-defense on that one? Right. Well, he was admitted into the ward for a chest infection, which... All right. First of all, I love that. And that's... I mean, the, the timing was... Atrocious, but it was almost a funny comic. Marinate on that for a moment. Now, he gets in that line. Please go with me on this. Yes. Hit number nine because it comes back. Yes. She had attacked 13 children, four fatally, over a 59-day period. It was all self-defense. Right, self-defense. Okay, so... Now, the joke back again. Now I left all those pauses in because that's the rhythm we're going with. Correct. And then it comes back a third time, and this really pulls the curtain back. Number ten. <laughs> that's like on South Park, Hat McCullough. Yeah. yeah. He murdered all his children. It wasn't self-defense. <laughs> right. So this fucking joke is so good. He tells it three times, and then he's like, "Yeah, I got that on South Park." That was the best part oh, because those God. clips that you just played, oh. I was going to set the package the exact same way. Oh. Those clips are. <laughs> Nine and a half minutes apart. Yes. They go through a whole thing, and then he comes back to it, and he uses the self-defense joke again, which is a decent joke, but then he gives away the fact that he stole it. Why would you do that, Phil? You don't have to do that. But also, the the secret to comedy is one, (laughs) two, three. Timing. They just just don't fucking have it. The first victim of this killer, Mm -hmm. Beverly Allett, is a seven-week-old, as you heard. Mm-hmm. But this is the way that Scotty wants to to set this one up. Yes. And this is exactly how, if you're co-hosting a show and you know more information than your co-host, this is how you drag out a conversation right it's here. it's really fun to listen to. Yes. Liam Taylor was her first victim. Take a guess. Take a guess at how old Liam was. We talking teenager? Oh, way, way younger than teen. Seven, eight? No. Five? Keep going lower. Two? Lower. Tick tock. One? (laughs) Check my Lower. Six months? Lower. Three months. Lower. Two months. Ah! I can't fucking take it. (laughs) Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? Thank you, Bonnie. Right. What is the point of this? It's seven weeks is the answer. Yes. He can't just say, no, it's, it's not a five-year-old. Seven weeks after two guesses. Let's just move on, people. I took that same clip and yes. I doubled it in speed because it was still fucking boring. <laughs> it was still boring at double speed. Can I just say something, though, Please. real quick Go about ahead. this seven-week-old? Yes. I'm not impressed. Really? This guy, oh, think about that. Seven weeks. You ever heard the phrase, taking candy from a baby? I have heard that. Is that what that means? Well, killing a seven-week-old. When, when I talk about it with my buddies, I'm always like, "That's like murdering a newborn." <laughs> you know, it's like it's that easy. You know, I'm I have, just not impressed by this. I have heard you say that. Yeah, that's that's my phrase. All right, what do you got? Number four, your second yeah. victim. This makes me shudder because this was a boy with cerebral palsy. <laughs> that's hot. 
Carl, that was inappropriate. <laughs> I don't think you should have that kind of humor on your show, dude. That's oh, just... we taking that out in post. <laughs> Holy shit. Sadly, I just searched around for the best Paris Hilton. That's hot. That's what I spent my night doing last night. So you're all welcome. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I loved I loved having Gavin on the show last week. It was the first time that he's co-hosted the show. Yeah, he was funny. Well, what's great about it was the anger that people go through. They don't realize it. They listen to the show. They're like, oh, I would do that. It sounds like it's fun. And then they have to listen to these garbage podcasts, and they go, oh, fuck. You yeah. do this every single week? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's not good. It's not healthy. Oh. It's not a healthy endeavor that we go through no, listening to these shows. Maddening. When uh, this guy tries to read, and I pulled up the Wikipedia page about this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you happen to do that? I did not. It was word for word. He was I, just oh, reading I, just the Wikipedia yeah. page. Well, there was no... It didn't go any further than that. He just dragged it out. There was there was no personality to it. I mean, no. the, the few true crime podcasts that are actually good have... They put some story to it. There's there's a story that they're telling. Or they dig in a little bit deeper and get into it a little bit. Or they're able to pronounce the words. This guy didn't reading. know what he was talking about. Yeah. So he's a terrible reader and he's yes. just reading a Wikipedia page, a short Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. I'm a terrible reader. It would have taken me about a minute 15 <laughs> to get through this page. Yeah. And this is 27 minutes, this podcast. Mm-hmm. This is just an example of this stuttering prick who cannot pronounce words or read. Yeah. Due to her administ- administer giving him insulin overdoses. He yeah. tries to say administering. He can't say it. Administ- admi- giving her. Yeah. Who does that remind you of? It reminds me of a very famous stutterer. Mm, that would think. be this guy, the world's most famous stutterer. If we fall for, you know, a, a bunch of okie doke all right, the world's, world's favorite stuttering fool, Obama. All right, what do you got there, Crush? Uh, let's hear them pronounce the word factitious. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got that one, too. What, what number is it? That's number seven. Okay, great. According to one theory, she showed symptoms of facetious disorder, also known as Munchausen cis Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> Munchausen yeah. by proxy. And then the fucking dummy has to chime in and yes. tell him how it's really said. Now, listen, it, I'm not going to pretend I knew the word factitious before this, no. but it took me literally three seconds to, figure to it learn out. how to pronounce it. That was the thing that I had, too. I'm not running around saying factitious or Munchausen disease. Certainly. But if I was doing a show about these things, I would have done a little bit of prep work. Just a tiny bit. I had a time. And speaking of prep work and shit that I would not have known about. But you just have to do a little bit of reading to figure it out. He's talking about Beverly's parents. Mm-hmm. And this is the sentence that he's reading off of the Wikipedia site. Now, she had two sisters and a brother. Her father, Richard, worked as an off-license, whatever that is. And her mother worked as a school cleaner. Whatever that is. All right, two things here. His mother worked, or her mother worked as a school cleaner. Is that a janitor? I think that A would... school cleaner? I've never heard of that profession. That's what a regular person would call it. What's yeah. your major in college, Billy? Ah, uh, school cleaning? <laughs> it's a janitor. <coughs> and then he says he worked as an off-license. It was worked in an off-license. And I didn't know what an off-license was, but all you had to do was click the link right within Wikipedia. <laughs> and it showed you that in Great Britain, they had two places you could buy alcohol from. On premise. Okay. And one that you can take the alcohol off premise, which is an off license. No shit. Yeah, yeah but you would have to go all the way to a library to find that. I know. I, I mean, would have taken a lot of fucking work to abs- figure that out and absolutely. put a little bit of prep work into the show that you're doing. Can I play you my favorite bit of reading? This is number yes. five. All right. In 1999, Katie was awarded 
$2.5 million pounds by the Lincolnshire Health Authority to pay for treatment and equipment for the rest of her life. Now, Lincolnshire Health Authority to pay for the treatment and equipment for the rest are... <laughs> they did not accept liability, but did acknowledge that Katie was entitled to be compensated. Oh, my God. How can you follow this? He literally can't read. And that would have been so easy to take out and post. I started the same line again, and then I went to the right thing. Anyway. There was no post-production done on this show, and, and it would have been so easy to do. And they're proud of that, and we'll get there. Okay. Let's they are talk proud about what they do. When you listen to the show, you hear the production value sucks. They're not good mm -hmm. at reading. There's no entertainment value. But that doesn't stop them from asking for fucking money. The yes. gall on these assholes. Now, we got a great show for you today, and this show is brought to us by our Top Shelf Drinking Club members. If you would like to be a member of the Top Shelf Club, just go to www.patreon.com forward slash killers and donate to the show. Carl, please tell me you yeah. went to that site. Well, I did. Okay. I went twice. Did you? Last week when I pulled this show, and this morning yes. when I was pulling clips. Do you know what I noticed on that site? I noticed two things that were amazing. Okay. The first is that the header of the site has three layers of text directly on top of each other. Correct. And if I know one thing about graphics design, it's you want the text as hard to fucking decipher as possible. <laughs> the second thing is that they had one patron at $4. So this is what was amazing. When I looked at this last week, mm -hmm. I looked at it right before we recorded with Gavin on Sunday, and I saw they had two patrons for $9. And I wrote that down. I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking rip on these guys. Whoa. Lo and behold, it's gotten worse. Dude. It's gotten worse. Dude, if, here's the thing. Build up an audience first and then promote Patreon because it's embarrassing. It is. When no one listens to your show and you're promoting your Patreon. And they talk about their donors, and they spent seven minutes at the end how, of the show reading names. How did they get? How did they seven get those minutes. people's names? Because they weren't Patreon donors; they only have one. It was like hearing someone who can't read read the fucking phone book. Yes. And I try, like, dude, I took it. I put music under it. I tried the chipmunk thing. I tried to make like something funny out of that. Yeah. Seven minutes of someone fucking up the phone book. It's unfucking believable. Well, they, they are very proud of the fact that they have people listening to them all over the world. All over the according world, according to these two guys. Oh, yes. Meanwhile. Their families don't want to listen to them talk. Yes. And they say this. And here, now we got uh, people on the other side of the world who actually listen to us talk. Right. <laughs> through, through the intervention of the internet, we have an audience that likes to hear us. What in the hell are you talking about? Nobody is listening to you guys. And by the way, it's not an intervention of the internet. I think you're talking about the invention of the internet. <laughs> Through the intervention of the internet, I, I feel like this is an intervention. Stop podcasting, guys. Yeah. It's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourselves. Well, they did cover some pretty hot topics besides not telling us anything about this woman that murdered things. Yeah. If you can hit my number 14, we get into some food reviews. Oh, shit. Okay. Just by the, the title oh. of this, I want to tell you I have this clip as well. Go ahead. And this is where the comedy comes in. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this this is good shit. People think that Jim Gaffigan put a nail in the coffin of Hot Pockets bits. <laughs> like, you're not going to come up with another Hot Pockets bit. Like, Jim Gaffigan <laughs> covered that shit. We're good. These guys say, oh, no, 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 no. Let's reopen that. We want to revisit it. Yeah. I took your last Hot Pocket. <laughs> Wait, what flavor? Uh... That ham and cheese is nasty. Yeah. Uh... Crows, you're going to get mad at me. I have to play the longer version. Yes, that please I have. do. Go it ahead. goes on and on and on. Oh, yes. But I need people to understand what we listen to. <clears throat> yeah. 
This is what they think is an entertaining podcast. <laughs> I took your last hot pocket. <laughs> Wait, what flavor? Uh, well, that ham and cheese is nasty. Yeah. Uh, it was a barbecue. I'd get fu- I'd get oh, vicious. The, the uh, yeah, the pulled pork bar- barbecue. But if it's a ham and cheese, I'll let it slide. Because I've had that ham and cheese, and that's nasty even by my standards. Yeah, they they could have went better with the cheese. Oh yeah, they could have done a hell of a lot better with the with it. I, I've seen memes where they're like, uh, <laughs> boiling water, and it's just boiling water inside. <laughs> <laughs> what was one that I saw? Oh, it was uh, one of those uh, guys that live in their basement said. Mom, warm me up some Hot Pockets. I'm going to be a badass on the internet. One was Hot Pocket, Hot Pocket. Yeah. It was just a bunch of small Hot Pockets inside of a Hot Pocket. Fuck, dude, that's painful. That's if so Chris painful. If Chris Farley was playing this character on SNL, he wouldn't be able to go over the top enough yeah. with how dumb these guys are. But I, I also want to say that describing memes to people... Describing memes? What was that meme on the internet yeah. that I saw? Do, do you remember that? Well, you know, the one with Spongebob, right? The but meme. it's Spongebob, but he's opening a chest, and then inside, it's like, just just, just stop. Just yeah. fucking stop. All right, I have a clip on here, how they get into the whole Hot Pocket. Yeah. Hilarity. Mm. I call this clip joke time. Oh, yeah. And this is right after they get done reading the Wikipedia page. It's like, okay, here come the jokes. And I do acknowledge when a joke doesn't quite land, just FYI. Mm. We used to call it needy bitch syndrome. <laughs> do you have a cure? <laughs> okay, just... So so the people are following along. Yeah. You know, we used to call that needy bitch syndrome. Do we have a cure? And the guy makes a slapping noise. Yeah. So they're talking about slapping women. This is the premise of this hilarious... Well, it's... Theater of the mind, Carl. You this, gotta... this is this hilarious banter that we're about to go through. Suspend your disbelief. Stop attracting attention. I'll give you something to... S- Don't cry, I'll give you something to cry about. I already had something to cry about. Now you have something more to cry about. Now you got something better to cry about. See, I'm giving you options. <laughs> You're right. We have options in this family. It's like a multiple choice test. <laughs> Reasons to cry about. <laughs> Check off one of the following. Dog was killed. Girlfriend left you. I ate your food. What? I took your last hot pocket. <laughs> Good lord. Good lord. Wow. Wow. Well, they did crack some good jokes, though, Carl. I think they you're did. really taking them out of context. Oh, okay. If you can play my number 13, I think you'll agree. Sure, this is sure. On December 6th, 2007, Mr. Justice Stanley Burton, sitting in the High Court of Justice in London. Sounds like superheroes there, man. At the Hall of Justice. Meanwhile, at the High Court of Justice. Yeah, good times. Maybe I was wrong about that. Maybe that wasn't that funny. I didn't think that that was all that funny. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm starting to have second thoughts. I'm I'm starting to think that maybe these guys aren't funny at all. Yeah, well, there was. They did get into some interesting shit, though. If you don't mind hitting my number sixteen back sure. on the food reviews. Oh, I tried a new pizza roll the other night. Uh-huh. Pepperoni and bacon. Ooh. Oh, that was good. 
Carl, I've known you a long time. We've been through some shit together. Yeah. I'm yeah. asking you a personal favor right now in front of this microphone. <laughs> okay. If I ever, ever say the words to you, I tried a new pizza roll last night, please don't let me finish the sentence. Take a pillow. Wherever we are, put it over my face and put me out of my misery, dude. You'd be making the world a better place. I can't imagine a sadder conversation to have with someone than I tried a new fucking pizza roll last night. And there's a microphone involved. Yes. There's a microphone. Oh, They're putting Lord. this on the internet for their international listeners all over the world. Yeah. That takes them seven minutes and seven seconds to read all of their names. Mm. When they do get to the end of their show and they're like, okay, we got to read every name of every fucking person who acknowledges that we exist. I don't even yeah. know how this happens. I, yeah. I, would I would love to figure out how to get on this list of names that they read. Yeah. So 30% of their show, I mm -hmm. did the math. Yeah. 30% is this guy reading a list of names. Yeah. And the way they transition to it, we talked about how there's no editing in post. Yeah, that they Even when they do edit in post, they edit it wrong. <laughs> so... Without further ado, here is our drinking club. And here we are with the Killers, Colts, and Nut Jobs Drinking Club. <laughs> we start off the you list just with Sacco oh. Agostino. You yeah. just said it. All right, now I'm going to read the drinking club. And here we go with the drinking club. Yeah. Dude, you could have easily edited that better. I want to give you a, a quick example of these names that are coming in. Yeah. My guess, Crows, is that these are Richard Christie's who are out there just trying to fuck with this guy and come up with the most ridiculous names he could never possibly pronounce. Here's hoping. Yeah, listen to these examples of some of these names. And, and again, this is seven minutes of him just reading names. Yeah. That's all that's going on. Cordella Grosschandel, Becca Angus, Mary Stewie, Sam Annie Shaikh, Candace Contreras Burlingame. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> no. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> I can't read it. There's no words There's on no it. There's no words there. Oh. What does that mean? Play us out. <laughs> and no joke, seven minutes of that. But those names are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There's no way awesome. those are real names. Yeah. And the way he's butchering them and then he's apologizing to people. Is there really a person that lonely that they're sitting and listening to this guy waiting for their name to be read off? Mm. Don't they know there's a new Opie radio out that they can be listening to and hanging out at Gebhards <laughs> with the guys? What's wrong with these fucking people? Oh, my God. I want to talk about <coughs> the legend the that legend. is Phil. I, you know, I might even have this clip where they introduce him. Mm -hmm. We are two-thirds of the bad boys of podcasting. No, I guess not. This is the legend, Phil, and when he does start to talk, and it's not very often, he really makes some great points. This is very true. I mean, you know, you know, there's always something, you know, a deeper involved. He's got a point there, Carl. I mean, does you know, he? You dot, know, dot, dot. I mean, I mean, dot dot dot. This is know. more of Phil saying, "You know that saying," and this is not a saying anyone knows. He was transferred to another hospital, where he recovered. You know, you know what I'm saying? I want to go somewhere better. Right. Becky Phillips, who was two months old. <laughs> Do you know that saying, Croge? I want to go somewhere better? I I use that all the time. Is that a uh, saying? Oh, in my everyday life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, dude, you can pick on Phil with two L's all you want. Yep. But what I, I'm going to lay this down for you right now. Okay. He describes the art of podcasting like no one I've ever heard. Okay. If you don't mind playing number 22, but like... Like, really listen to him. I want you to be enlightened by okay. this. 
our podcast more is more of a having a conversation with someone or listening to a conversation of to people that aren't in the same room, but you still get to hear them. Right. What? <laughs> I don't remember him saying that. I wasn't tuned out. Was that from the same episode that, I listened to? That was from the Behind the Curtain episode. Holy shit. Where he says that podcasting... Well, I mean, you can listen to the clap. It's too complex for me to explain to anyone. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I wish I knew about this Behind the Scenes episode. I, what else did we learn from that, Crozier? No, I'm, I'm fascinated with this. Well, and here's the thing. I tried to pull clips of it. Yeah. And a lot of it was really boring. What I learned was, they're first of all, they think they're very good at this. Oh, yeah. They spent a minute and a half describing the name. This is how we came up with the name of our amazing show. Okay. Uh, here's how they got into true crime. This is number 19. person at the time suggested we try to true crime because that's where the audience is. Yes. So we were heading up to Naperville to the Civil War days that year. Now, first of all, they're Civil War reenactors, and I'm just going to let that stand oh. right where it is. And that ex- explains the costumes on the, the, the podcast cover. Okay. But the other thing is, and they reiterate this two or three times, they do true crime because that's where the audience is. That makes sense. They don't seem they, interested in anything they're talking about. They're not. And then they talk about what they are interested in. The one guy's going to school for history. The other guy's going to some other school. They don't give a fine fuck about true crime. Oh, good. They do this podcast because... That's where the audience is. That's where people are. They're going to make $4 a month on Patreon just by talking about true crime. That's a winning formula right there. These guys figured it out. Yeah. I mean, and they go on and on. They talk about how they break the formula. They talk about <laughs> how their show is just like people having conversations because this is how they really talk. Can I play those clips? I I see these clips on here. I have to hear this. I'm fascinated by this now. This is what, by the way, I don't think we've said this. This is one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard in my life. I've listened to every shitty podcast ever made. (laughs) This is one of the worst. This is bottom five of podcasts. This is terrible on every fucking possible level. These guys fuck it up. Yeah. I got tired of hearing, hearing the same formula that I heard on like, three different shows I was listening to at the time. You mean reading the internet? That formula that I bitched about many times? How these true crime shows just read the fucking internet? I was looking at the reviews on their on their iTunes page. They're amazing. People even call out the fact that they're just reading the internet. I was mm-hmm. amazed to see people saying, I went to Wikipedia. That's all this guy is doing is reading Wikipedia. Well, Carl, they defend in my clip 24 that they... This is the type of research that they do. This is on purpose. This is a plan, Carl. You're just missing it. So, you know, we, I mean, we do a research on our shows. Do something. (laughs) Right. And I mean, you guys love it. So, hey, we'll keep doing it this way because you guys enjoy it. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Nobody fucking loves that. Oh, that's Nobody so loves embarrassing. it. But they're like the reason we they're do taking that a is... victory lap when their show is the worst thing I've ever heard. And they take it seriously. They're dead oh, serious no. about it. And then uh, my last one, number twenty three, is they describes how they uh, their approach to editing audio. Okay, I can't wait to hear this. Mm-hmm. Should I be scribbling down notes as I, I listen to this? I would pay close attention. Carl. Okay, here we go. You're not gonna stop. You know, edit. Just because somebody, you know, mispronounces a word. Like I do on every show. Yeah. 
why? Well, wait, why not? It's part of a, this big conversation that they're that they have about we're presenting a conversation and we purposely wouldn't edit out fucking up reading. We wouldn't edit out mispronouncing. Okay. Can I play an example cool. of them mispronouncing words and they just scurry right past? <laughs> she was charged with four counts of murder, 11 counts of attempted murder, and 11 counts of causing grievous bodily harm. Uh-oh, retard alert! <laughs> retard alert, class! It's not grievous bodily harm, it's grievous bodily harm. There's there's not three syllables in that word. There's two syllables in that word. Ugh. This guy cannot fucking read. And then when he's not reading, they start editorializing. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the worst part of this show! Yeah. Now, she entered a plea of not guilty to all charges. You know they were going to. You know they were going to? You're talking about her legal team now? He's done nothing to explain who this person is, anything about her background. You don't know anything about what's in her head, why she had the motivation to harm all of these children. And then he's like, and then, you know, she said she wasn't guilty. He knew that was going to happen. What? (laughs) Based on what information did I know that was going to (laughs) happen? They talk about the fact that the first victim is a seven-week-old. Mm-hmm. When you say that, it kind of loses its luster when you then go on to talk about children who are older than that. Mm-hmm. You lose the shock value. But Dummy over here thinks that this is still really <laughs> interesting. Then we have Kaylee Desmond, who is one year old. Okay? Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. Her first victim was seven weeks old. And he's like, yeah. And then the next one was one. Like, okay, well, I don't know. That's not as impressive. If if he was stabbing a fetus as it was coming out of the mother, yeah. that might be interesting. But Some good podcasts. From right seven there. weeks. Uh, Crows, what else you got? That's um, it, man. All right, let me, let me play you for a real quick. I put together a stuttering compilation. Oh, beautiful. This is this guy trying to read Wikipedia, trying to read people's names, everything that he did so fucking poorly. Nursing, nursing. Due to her administer admitted to the ward for gastro and uh, gastroenteritis, uh, she was administered for she was administered an insulin overdose. Unexplained apnoic episodes to pay for the treatment and equipment for the rest are Mr. Justice Stanley Burnton Munchausen Munchausen by proxy. All right, sorry. That's Stefan Shaw. I Frank J. Pacheco. Sorry about that. <laughs> Dean Aguirre. Don Whalen Zureb. Rebecca Laotolus. Laotius. Whatever. I'm sorry if I. Michael. Uh, Michael. Michaela Capra, sorry oh. if I butcher that. Oh. You're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck, you know that? <laughs> he tries to say Michaela, and he goes, Mikey, Mike, Michaela? Holy shit. Wow. I have an idea. I'm just going to throw this out there to yeah. my buddy Scotty J. Don't read people's names. No. Don't make that part of your show. No. It's A, boring. Yes. And B, you're terrible at it. Absolutely. And number three, no one wants to hear that shit. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear a list of fucking names going on. Can I play you the best part of the show? I would love that. There is a part of the show that I enjoyed, and I'm not being sarcastic. All right. I actually thought this was good. Oh!
is a toe tap. Is this original music? Is this something that I should know? I couldn't tell. It's got that like '80s sitcom feel to it. '80s sitcom? I don't. I don't hear that. It sounds more '60s or something to me. Like a uh, like a '60s spy thing. Yeah, so, it's that. It's, it's that that drum machine though. You know. Yeah, the, the drum machine's rough. So th- they bookend the show with that, and that I actually enjoyed. Our band, the Isotopes, mm-hmm. have a song called Sexpionage. Yes. Available off our new album. I'm going to put that at the very end of the show. Cool. It's got a similar vibe to it, a similar feel. And so I wanted but to... But a way better drum machine. A <laughs> way better drum machine on our album than on that fucking piece of shit. Wow. Wow. All right. I have a brand new segment that I want to do, Crozier. Can't this is, wait. This has never been done in the history of podcasting. I'm really excited to bring this to you. We gave our opinion on their show. Yes. But there's other people who have a different opinion. Really? And so I call this segment Second Opinion. Oh. Yes. I am going to read five-star reviews from their iTunes page to find out the people who like them, what do they like about this show? Because it's terrible in every single way. Yeah, I missed it. So for the first time ever on a podcast, we have a segment called Second Opinion. And uh, the first one is from ZWoman48 who says, these guys are funny. Five stars. Wow. Oh, my goodness, people. Lighten up. These guys aren't trying to be serious professionals. They're just trying to have fun, and I enjoy them. I deleted last podcast on the left a while ago, but I won't be deleting this one. Wow. How about this one from uh, Turn of Phrases podcast says, The boys are at it again. Five stars. A humorous look at a non-humorous topic. Did you get that sense that this was a humorous look? Oh, yeah. At this topic. I mean, they did go on that whole Hot Pocket rant, which is yeah. pretty hilarious. Well, when describing Hot Pocket memes is one of my favorite types of humor, as you know. Bluer-Eyed Devil says, I'm digging it. Five stars. Wow. He says, or she says, I'm picking up what these cats are putting down. Strong praise. <laughs> Good Lord. Here's one in all caps. Give this one a try. Five stars. The hosts are a little rough and crude sometimes. But that is in keeping with their subject matter. I enjoy the humor and even the mispronunciations, which occur occasionally. Give it a try. Not stuffy or pretentious. Well, they got the last part sort of right. It's not pretentious. Well, except for when they talk about the behind the scenes and how fucking genius they are. That's fucking funny. I wish I would have known about that. Oof. And then this is my favorite one from Wheeler Dealer. This person says, way more fun than reading the article myself. (laughs) Five stars. (laughs) Hey, maybe it's not for everybody, but just give it a try. It's rated explicit for a reason, but you might really enjoy it. Yeah, there you go. So they got their friends and family to go on iTunes, and God bless them for that. Yeah, that's a really small percentage, though. It's like they have 2% five-star reviews, and it's 50% one stars. I've noticed that. Far be it for me to shit on someone with a lot of uh, one-star reviews. Yeah, indeed. But they seem a little bit lopsided. <laughs> Kroj, I do want to talk about what happened with How Come. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you remember last week, we listened to a podcast with this guy named Ryan Bromes. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Bromes gets on the show and just casually says at the very beginning. And are you still with your no eye roll? No, that that ended quite horrendously. It's been in the news. What? Yeah. Why? She accused me of some stuff. No way. Yeah, bad things that I didn't do. All right. So this guy gets on the show right at the very, very beginning. Yeah. He says, 
Oh, I broke up with my ex. Uh, it's actually, it's been in the news. Yeah. She accused me of, like, really terrible things, but... Which is always a good sign. I didn't do it. And then uh, Remy, the host, says... Obviously. But I get to sue the state of New York, so... Obviously, he didn't do it. Now, Remy obviously did zero research on who her guest was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because one Google search of this guy's name pulls up that he was indicated in the very first ever revenge porn case in the city of New York. A new law that was put on the books that said, if you want to post pictures and videos of your ex in compromising positions and you're trying to ruin their name by doing that, you're kind of an asshole. And I agree with that law. I think that's that's very true. That makes sense. So what happened was, this wasn't as we speculated, Ryan's lawyer saying, we got to take that show down. That's not good. Instead, this was Remy's call. This is how she starts off the new episode 29 that she put out after taking down the original episode 29. Um, so we have recorded this episode before. Uh, yes. I had to pull the first version because uh, there was a person on it that we interviewed that it turns out um, got accused of some pretty heinous sex crimes. Um I kind of wanted to, I, I didn't want to pull it um, because I wanted to cover my ass. I wanted to pull it because I didn't really want to give him a voice. Didn't want to give him, she pulled it because she didn't want to give him a voice. He sounded like a creepy loser. <laughs> if you think this guy is guilty of what they're saying he's guilty of, yeah. I would have left that up on the internet. Because yeah, that was that, evidence that yeah. could be entered into this case. <laughs> Listen to how this guy is talking. He's a creep. Yeah. Oh it sounds God. to me like she's protecting him. And then, uh. And then she talks about this. Like he said something to me at the beginning of the episode about it. And he was like, yeah, she accused me of a bunch of stuff. And I had this knee jerk reaction of, okay, cool. Let's move on. Uh, right. Which isn't great. Um, but we are recording this episode uh, right after Dr. Ford has just testified against um, Kavanaugh. And I was thinking like, as much as we all talk about believing women, I'm a woman, and my knee-jerk reaction was, I'm going to believe this guy sitting in front of me, uh, which is terrible. All right, Remy, in your defense, you were not tasked with the verdict of determining who was guilty and who was innocent, mm. right? This yeah. was not her job to determine if this guy was lying or if he wasn't. One person says one thing, another person says another thing. I don't know why we're supposed to take one person's side and decide, well, okay, we have to believe this one person. In fact, Croge, I actually know how you operate in these scenarios. Uh Uh-oh. Because I've seen this firsthand. When one person says this happened, the other person says the other thing happened, you assume both are assholes (laughs) and neither should be trusted. (laughs) Absolutely. Right? Oh, absolutely. So, in my opinion, is this guy, Ryan Brohm's a creep who probably used revenge porn to get back at his ex? Yes. Yeah. Is his ex probably also a shithead? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Everyone in this scenario sucks at life. All right. That's true. Um, here's another clip. And this, oh, so happy to hear this. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I'm sorry for anybody who listened to that episode. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Finally. That's all I ever wanted to hear from these podcasts. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to listen to that episode. Thank you. I'm sorry, too. That was terrible. Uh, I'm really hoping that these killers, cults, and nutjobs guys 
also issue a personal apology to me. Seriously. Like Remy did. Seriously. Thank you. And our Killers Colts guys have been at it for two years, Carl. Two years oh, they've been doing oh, that. Oh, they're veterans of this? Yes. They've been doing this for a while? That What we heard was them with two years of sharpening their podcasting swords. So they've gotten up to one patron making $4 a month. Where right. do they start from? Well, you know. They've really grown an audience over that time. Ugh. You know what they should do is go on Anthony Cumia's show, because that, that will get you an audience. <laughs> but what do I know? All right, here's uh, the last clip I want to play from the new episode 29 of the How Come podcast. We're back to talking to Sharon, who, if you remember, Gavin and I did not think was all that bright or really brought any type of point of view that was important. But Remy thinks differently. Um, but I do want to give you a platform because you are so knowledgeable, and uh, it would be remiss of me not to give our listeners your experiences again so sharon is not an expert on anything yeah she's just a bad human being i don't want to rehash this whole thing yeah and let's have the same conversation we had last week but again needless to say i didn't listen to any more of that episode Uh, you missed that yeah so i i think that was uh that was enough so that's the update on how come uh i know what the big question is that's on everybody's mind the jim and sam show The end of their contract was the end of September. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So now we're into October, and the big question is, are they still on? Did they they re-sign with with SiriusXM? And Bonnie McFarlane, uh, Jim and Sam, do they still have a show? Who (laughs) fucking cares? All right, yeah, good point. All right, moving on. Let's talk about, I love the fact that I now have people who are listening to Old Opie and Anthony shows, sending me clips of things that that I can pull from. There was a guy, uh, Stephen Tate in the UK, who sent me a note to let me know that, hey, I'm listening to this this old clip of Opie and Anthony, and it just fits in perfectly. Opie talking about podcast conventions. (laughs) All right. So first of all, let me remind everybody that Opie went to a podcast convention not too long ago in Philadelphia. He sure did. And here's a clip of that. Do you hear a lot of people just babbling? This has to be your worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) A hipster convention with a bunch of backpacks. I'm I'm, I'm confused in a lot of ways because uh, I really love doing this. Okay. So that's Opie. At the podcast convention, talking about how he really loves doing this. Wow. This is Opie, back when he was on the radio, on a show called The Opie and Anthony Show, talking to Rich Voss, of all people, and making fun of Rich Voss for going to a podcasting convention. We did a lot. We did the live podcast in L.A. We did a, at the podcast festival. Oh, and, God. And, uh, what? I'm Why just would you do you... a podcast festival? I don't, because it was fun. Oh, it was a God. lot. Horrible. I, I'm sorry. So, Opie is just so dismissive of that. Wow. Oh, why would you do that? Sounds horrible. And then Opie tries to, to uh, rip out him more and gets it right back, which is great. We've been doing radio together 20 years. We never went to a radio festival. Because nobody horrible. likes you there. Yeah, why would you go? You've never been invited. <laughs> All right, and then just the icing on the cake, knowing where Opie has ended up in his life, this is just so funny. I like a lot of podcasts, but I can't imagine going to a podcast festival. Well, it was, it was... <laughs> <laughs> you sit on a panel, Opie. You were featured on a panel at a podcasting convention, you fucking loser. Uh, 
Um, what's up? Let's look in on, on Voss and Bonnie. Yeah, how are they doing? Yeah, how are they doing? What's going on with those guys? I, I checked out episode uh, number 326. Uh, I think it's called Wrap It Up. They started the show off with this. I'm not worried. You're worried. I'm not worried. You're very worried. All right, let's get started. People don't want to hear this kind of bullshit. They want to hear real stuff. So let's do real stuff. What real stuff do you have? Well, I, I was thinking we, we should do a podcast today. Our podcast today should be on things we're not good at. So it's a podcast on podcasting? Is that what you're telling me, Bonnie? Let's talk about things we're not good at. Yes, let's. I, I can chime in on this one, guys. You want to let me Skype in on this conversation? I'd be happy to discuss this with you. You're both terrible at podcasting. Just kidding, Bonnie. You're the best. You have an open invitation to join WATP anytime you want. We love you, Bonnie. All right, moving on. We're moving quick. We're, we yeah. got a lot to get to here, Crow. We got shit to do today. Big bang, boom. Boom, boom, boom. I want to talk about Chip Chipperson. Oh, boy. Chip Chipperson is stealing my act. Oh, shit. So Chip recently had a show where he had a whole bunch of guests on. Mm-hmm. I think it was called Too Many Guests was the name of the episode. And he wrote out a script that he handed out to everybody, and they all had to read their parts of the script. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's the setup of what you're about to hear. But listen to how he steals my entire bit. My entire being. <laughs> Babe, I do anything to get back in your good graces. By the way, I should mention that the chick who's reading this mm-hmm. is a stripper and a porn star. Oh, cool. Yeah, and she's mildly attractive. I was watching this on YouTube. Babe, I do anything to get back in your good graces. I put my hand in a meat grinder or eat a pile of shit. I even go as far as to listen to 10 minutes of OP's podcast. Oh, my God. Don't be crazy. There is a stunned silence followed by weeping and a sound of self-inflicted gunshot. All right, so you heard Anthony Kubi out there start to laugh because she said, I would do anything, shove my hand in a meat grinder, even listen to OP for 10 minutes. And then Chip who loves Opie, mm-hmm. also known as The Destroyer, chimes in with this. The Destroyer has the best damn podcast out there. It's funny and it's free. <laughs> Why, just last week, they sat in the back of a Fuddruckers and talked about jalapeno poppers and craft beers for six and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. <gasps> Chip has outdone me. That's beautiful. I should mention, too, that Opie, his thing, because... Jim and Sam are on SiriusXM, which you have mm-hmm. to subscribe to. And Anthony's show is behind a paywall. Yeah. So Opie's big thing is like, check out my show. It's free. Oh. Like, that's the big selling point. Value. You do get what you pay for in yeah. life. But difference. unfortunately, Chip Chipperson did a better job of ripping on Opie than I can. <laughs> so I thought, Croge, this week we're going to change it up. You never listened to Opie and Anthony. You were never a fan of that show. No. Gave it a shot, but You gave it a shot. It wasn't for you. So I'm not going to go through a whole Opie segment like I usually do. Instead, we're going to do something that I'm very excited about. I'm going to surprise you with a Howard Stern segment. Hello! we got to revisit what's going on in Howard Stern land because... I happen to just be listening to this show because I still listen from time to time. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, is this really going on? Yeah. This is an amazing segment that we're going to break down for you. Oh, boy. This is, do you know Brent on yeah. the show? The former Bubba producer, right? Correct. And now he, he joined the Stern Show back office somehow. Correct. So Brent Hatley is now on the Stern Show. He's a 47-year-old bald man. And I don't judge guys' appearances 
but he is as unattractive as you can get as a human being. Okay. I, I don't think I'm going off on a, on a limb there. They're talking to Brent's wife, Caitlin. They do an interview. Actually, um, uh, Chris Wilde, the gay guy on the show, does an interview. And I, I say that because it does. It, there is a reason that that's relevant. Does an interview with this guy's wife. And Howard's going to do a whole segment on the interview with this guy's wife. So here's the setup to that. <laughs> wait, till you, wait till you hear their whole life. It's very sexual. And I got to tell you something. I started listening to this interview. And about the seventh clip in... I had to go look up a picture of her. <laughs> and I'll tell you, she's hot. She is beautiful. And she's sexed up like no woman I know on this planet. All right, you got that premise? All right. So the, here's the thing. Brent's wife, Caitlin, is hot. She's not. And she's sexed up like no woman on this planet. So this is Howard getting back into old school Howard Stern stuff, right? Yeah. He's going to talk about this hot chick and how she likes sex. And we're yeah. going to get into it. Good okay? Yeah. So... Right away, we can't start talking about sex without getting a 68-year-old man involved. Oh, of course. All right. Then Chris asked Caitlin if there was a couple she'd like to swing with on the staff. I feel like the only other people who are really openly as sexual as us and really express that is Ronnie and Stephanie. Uh -oh. So I don't... I love Ronnie. I think he's awesome. I love hanging out with him. I love talking to him. I'm not necessarily sexually attracted to him, but because he's up for so much and because he's into so much, that's what makes me attracted to him. You'd, like you'd be okay with Ronnie fucking you? If they were down for it, like I wouldn't mind hooking up with Stephanie first and then maybe fucking Ronnie. Like I wouldn't mind and you'd, that. You'd blow Ronnie? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would probably blow Ronnie. I wouldn't eat his asshole. Oh, he's an angry senior citizen. Why are we talking about blowing an angry senior citizen? How much? How much you pay for your serious subscription? Call? I'm Rip. so excited to play this for you because oh. you're gonna get so angry if you think that's a terrible setup to a bit. Yeah. Wait till you hear where this goes. Oh boy, they're t they're interviewing this woman who's unattractive, who's who's old and married to this other unattractive guy, and then. Asking her if she would have sex with a super old, unattractive guy who happens to be Howard's limo driver. Yeah. And when they talk about Stephanie, that's Ronnie's fiance mm -hmm. is Stephanie. So you got these these two couples. So Howard hears that and he's like, oh, I think she just said she wants to fuck Ronnie. I got to bring Ronnie in and get his reaction. Huh. So he's super excited about this. He's, he's ready for this to turn into a whole thing. Ronnie, you're on a mad tear with these girls. You hear what she just said? Yeah. What do you think? Pretty cool. She's very hot. So that's not the reaction Howard was hoping for. He, he thought Ronnie would already be driving to her house. Yeah. It would be like the Simpsons thing where you just hear the tires screeching. <laughs> like he's gone. Yeah. These are was... two co-workers who are 21 years apart in age. Brent's 47. Ronnie's 68. Yeah. And the premise is they're going to start wife swapping now. Oh, boy. Based on this interview they did. So Howard brings in Ronnie. He's all excited. And Ronnie's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Sounds, that's, sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, she's hot, Howard. So, yeah, so then they ask, you know, what if you could fuck Brent's wife? Do you hey. want Brent with Stephanie? No. Okay. But what if you could fuck his wife? Nah. No? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that's the right answer. That's exactly the right answer. They're like, Ronnie. You can let Brent fuck your fiance, but then you can fuck her wife. And he's like, well, no. Yeah. I, that doesn't sound like a great idea. 
But you'd think it would end there. It did not. No. They're trying to figure out the scenario where they can get these two women together so that somehow we can get Brent and Ronnie in the same room in some type of sexual scenario. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is a great clip. I love Robin's reaction to this. This is not edited in any way. You'd watch the two of them together? Hell yeah. Would you jerk off in the same room with Brent while you watch the two girls go down on each other? What? (laughs) Thank you, Robin. (laughs) Robin's like, why why are we talking about these two old guys jerking off in the same room? What is that about? Oh my God. Why is that the angle they're going at? Oh. If you if you heard what Caitlin said, she goes, they go, would you sleep with Ronnie? She's like, ah, I like him, but I'm not attracted to him. I would like to get with his fiance, though. Yeah. I'd like to get with Stephanie. That's the angle to take if you're going to take an angle. Yeah. If you're going to take an angle. I don't want to hear about any of this shit. Yeah, no shit. But if you're going to take an angle, that's the angle to take instead they have to get into this whole thing with these guys jerking off in the same room together. Oh, good concept. It turns into, these are two heterosexual males in committed relationships, and all they want to talk about is these two guys jerking off. So then Brent comes in the studio. Oh, of course. To carry on this conversation. I just love your face right now. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't fucking take this. Brent, what's going on here? I sound like a, It sounds like a hookup's going to be happening. It does. Yeah, man. <laughs> what are yeah, you man. up for? Yeah, man. What are you up for? Watching the two girls and then jerking off in the same room with Ronnie? Yeah, I mean, I'd be up for that. <laughs> Why? What? So Howard's whole thing is, we got to get these two girls hook up so that you guys can jerk off in the same room together. Oh, and we God. need to get Howard TV in there. And I want to get... Then Gary chimes in, and this is uncharacteristic of Gary Delabate. For some reason, he comes in with a, quest- a question that is totally ridiculous. Ron, your head spinning from any of this? Um, a little bit. What are we thinking? What can we get going here? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing what? because I, I he's not fucking Stephanie. I see. I'll, I'll, I'll do the threesome with the two of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, because Brent just said he's into group sex. Yeah. So that would mean all four of you in bed at once? Yeah. Okay, so if all four of you were in bed at once and you were fucking around... And all of a sudden you felt the finger go up your ass, but it was Ronnie's. Would you stop that? Yeah, of course. What is going on here? Thank you, Cobra Commander. What the fuck was that? Gary Delabate is thinking about this scenario where there's these, all these old, gross people fucking. And the first thing he thought of was, what if Ronnie shows one of his 68-year-old fingers in your ass? Oh, Jesus. Fuck Why are we fuck. talking about oh, this? No. This is insane. Oh, God. And you ask me how much I'm paying for serious. Way too much. Yeah. The answer is way too much. Oh I have God. Spotify. I don't need the music. <laughs> what am I doing? All right. So then Caitlin is being interviewed and she goes on to talk about more gay stuff. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what their obsession is with gay sex on this show. Oh, it's she bad. Yeah, one point she wants to see you blow a guy. Me? Yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I'm just not attracted to men. I don't have any problem with gay people or gay right. sex, but I'm just not attracted to men. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with jerking off in front of Ronnie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I wouldn't blow a guy, but I'd jerk off with this old man. Oh sure. Why, why not? What's What's weird about that? Why would that be weird? Ugh. So now they're talking about this scenario that Howard has cooked up where these two women are going at it and these guys are in the room jerking off. Yeah. Right? Having, you know, as one dies. You know. And listen to what Howard is concentrating on. 
about it. What if it? Brent accidentally comes on like your leg or something? Oh, I'm not going to be that close. Yeah, right. you're not going to be that close. You're, you're going to be, be coming like on other yeah. sides of the bed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you better you better get far away because this guy can come like a. <laughs> are you standing or sitting? Yeah. Well, you're standing if you're if you're jerking and the girls are on the bed. Uh-huh. You're watching. Stand. You can't get a good view if you're sitting. Okay. Oh, you're going to stand? I was picturing you guys sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Howard's talking about this lesbian sex scenario, which Howard's the king of lesbians. And what he was picturing was the two guys sitting and jerking <laughs> off. That's not what I'm picturing in this scenario, Howard. What is that? What is that? Oh, God. What's he do? What happened to him? Yeah, that's a good question. What is he doing? Are you still with me? Uh, no, I I'm, I'm I might lose my breakfast on your floor here, dude. This Stay is... with me. Stay with me. I have oh, a few more, more clips to get through here. Oh, all right. Because... The whole way this thing turns out is that Ronnie's the asshole. <laughs> Howard is shocked that Ronnie isn't super stoked to go jerk off with his coworker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this clip. I wonder what's going to happen this weekend. It, no, it's not happening this weekend. Why? Because I got shit going on this He's weekend. going out to check out a hospital location. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the fuck could you have going on that you wouldn't make room for this on your schedule? Honestly. Why? It doesn't have to it has to be this weekend. What? What's going on with you? I got things Bird to do. Bird in the hand, dude. Bird in the hand? What? Dude, you can be jerking off with this fucking weirdo Brent. Yeah. What what are you waiting for? You're not gonna clear your schedule to jerk off with some dude? Come yeah, what's on. what's your problem? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? What the fuck? So then Howard just starts ripping on Ronnie. For not wanting to do this and clearing his schedule off. You don't want to watch her and Stephanie go down on each other and you guys jerk off? And who knows what's going to happen after that? Fine with me. Well, how can we fit this into your schedule? You're telling me you're so busy. Yes! That is a fucking... Can you believe this guy? (laughs) I would clear my schedule. (laughs) Yeah, okay, you'll clear your schedule. I would clear all my decks. Howard says he would clear his schedule. (laughs) <laughs> now, I don't want to sound like the radio gunk people who just rip on Howard for everything, yeah. but this is absurd. Yeah. In an earlier episode, the day before, a couple days before, uh-huh. they're yelling at Ronnie because he went over the speed limit once. <laughs> Ronnie, you're a crazy person. The speed limit in Manhattan's 25. You're going 27? What are you, nuts? You're going to kill everyone. You're a maniac. Uh. The shit that they focus on is so ridiculous. And then Howard goes, Oh, you don't want to jerk off with your coworker? I would have cleared out my schedule. <laughs> Howard, you're so uptight. Howard's those uptight guy. He still wears a condom with his wife. He's never had sex with his wife without a condom on. And he's explaining that you, you're not going to clear your schedule to jerk off with yeah. Brett? What's your problem? Well, and here's a dude who probably wouldn't clear his schedule for his best friend's wedding. Correct. His co-worker's anniversary. He can't be bothered things. with anything. And guess what he's doing in his schedule? Painting <laughs> in his room by himself. Or watching uh, watching The Bachelor. Or watching The Bachelor on his DVR. Yeah. This is what this guy is doing, and he's ripping on Ronnie for not doing something that is ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody should ever be interested in doing. And now they get into this whole thing where Ronnie's just uptight. I don't know. I'm not big shit in the afternoon. You're not big shit in the afternoon? No, yeah, I don't like shit in the afternoon. No. Yeah. All right. No afternoon Well, you're shit. getting weird now. No, I'm not getting weird. Does it, why does it have to be right away? 
It, it doesn't. We, we've got stuff scheduled, too. You gotta... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's busy, too. <laughs> got to schedule stuff. Now that you've been rejected. Do me a favor. Caution. Don't even do it. Yeah. He's acting all weird. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm acting weird. Yeah. We've gotten too sexual for Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Oh, okay. We shut Ronnie Mr. down. Mr. Sex Tips. <laughs> Unbelievable. We found uptight Ronnie finally. <laughs> yeah, uptight. Well, okay. I don't do that shit. I gotta say. Oh, good Lord. Ronnie's the one who's writing this one. Yeah, for once. For I once. Mean, Ronnie's like, no, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And then Howard tries to take it away from him. I'm like, well, you guys shouldn't even do it then. Don't even jerk off on his leg because he's he's not into it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. First I give it, then I take it away. You will not be having any gay sex with Brett Hadley as far as I'm oh concerned. Oh, God. Oh, d- dude, did they run out of shit to talk about 10 years ago or what? Like, yes! There is, there is nothing the there. The day that Artie Lang stopped calling in from rehab, they yeah. ran out of shit to talk about. Yeah. They would go on for an hour and 20 minutes about Artie sleeping in the studio. Yeah. They had nothing else to talk about. Like, look at him, he's snoring. Ha, ha, ha. Probably on heroin. Ha, 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 ha. This is fun. They, they have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even if this wasn't the premise of this bit or wasn't supposed to be the premise of this bit... This bit was all about, we're going to interview this unattractive woman who's married to a super unattractive man. They're both up there in age. And this is going to get every, all of our listeners really excited. Yeah. I told him, I, I promise you, I said to him, you can money shot me. Money shot is when you come in your eye, like on your eye. I don't care. I, I swear, you can come on my face, you can come on my eye, you can come on my stomach, you can come on my asshole. I do not care. But he loves fucking my pussy so much. And I'm... This is what he tells me. He says that it's that good. Oh, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> Who's listening to this? This reminds me of like the break room or something in Rochester. This is the worst morning radio shit. It's so shocking. This woman who's married to this guy has sex with him and is attracted to. Uh, Man. This is. I mean, I, I don't know why anyone would want to listen to this. No. And, um, here. They have so much anal, they don't use lube anymore. All right, I'm done. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I got, I'm I, out. I got to go. I'm actually. done. Yeah. I, I cannot listen to this nonsense. I think my mom's calling me. Anymore. I'm, I want to apologize to my mother-in-law who listens to the show. <laughs> I want to apologize to all the cousin and bag slappers out there. This is what's going on in Howard Stern's show right now. Oh, this is what they're doing. You know what? It makes me miss the days when he brought kids into the studio. <laughs> That's saying something. Well, I can't just shit on Howard Stern. That's what the radio gunk people do. Yeah. They go, this guy's so terrible. He doesn't do anything right. I have to play you one of the most brilliant bits that they've done in a while. Okay. Familiar with Tradio? Of course. Tradio is a radio show that happens, I believe, in the South, where people call in and they say, I got something for sale and they want to sell it. It's swap and shop. It's a similar thing. It's you want to try to connect people to sell goods and, and trade with each other. So their premise is Alex Jones has been deplatformed Ooh. and he's got a lot of products to sell. Yeah. So this is Alex Jones calling into Tradio. This is this is an awesome prank. Uh, here is uh, Alex Jones, who has been kicked off of social media. And by the way, I just want to say, I never do this. I'm just playing another bit that I think is funny. I'm just stealing his bit hey, and hey. just playing it. This is not... Again, this is a day of first. First, we had second opinion. 
Yeah. Now we're just stealing someone else's bit and just but, playing it for our own listeners. But you're doing a public service because you spent two hours with old people having anal sex oh in God. order to get to this. So oh. you're you're picking the diamond out. I was picturing you guys sitting down on each other's laps and jerking <laughs> off. You're going to be standing? Can someone sketch this for me, Robin? Oh. Robin, oh. I need someone to sketch this. I want to see how big is your penis again? Can oh. you explain it to me? All right. This is why Howard Stern is from time to time still funny. Uh, here is uh, Alex Jones. Who's been kicked off of social media? Here is Alex Jones calling Tradio, trying to get his product heard on there. <laughs> it's time for the often imitated, never duplicated Tradio. Good morning, Tradio fans and listeners, and welcome to Tradio on the Radio. And with that said, here we go with our first call. Good morning, y'all, Tradio. Thank you for allowing me to join your global transmission and sell my products this morning. You're a true patriot and a true info warrior. Okay, how can I help today? I'm selling Super Shield Fusion X. It's a mix of zinc and sewage runoff. It'll help your body fight bacteria, cures cancer, build your gut biome, makes it more ticklish. I'm okay. on it right now. Like <laughs> okay, all right. Appreciate you calling in this morning. Hope you have a great day. Okay. Good morning on Tradio. Everybody loves DNA Survival Shield 12. And ah, I, I don't know there. I, I can't have any more of that. Sorry about that. All right. Got a kitchen table with some chairs to go with it and a lawn spreader, like seed spreader, fertilizer spreader, whatever. Good morning, old radio. Good morning. I'm interested in buying the uh, kitchen table and the seed spreader. Okay. You want the number? And I'm also selling BioShield Carnivore. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. You're on Tradio. Uh, yes, hi. I'm looking to buy the Super X Fluoride Shield. The what? The Super X Fluoride Shield. I don't know what that is, dear. It's a blend of asbestos. Oh, my God. <laughs> if anybody has not heard the live reads that Alex Jones does... This is not far off. Yeah. They're, literally, this DNA survival shield is made from asbestos. It's going to make your gut healthy. It's going to make it skinny. It's going to give you an erection. It's, the, the products that he sells are such snake oil and nonsense. Oh, that's oh, it's fucking funny. Who's doing that impression? I don't know, right? but it's the best part of the show right now. It, it is, yeah, that's good. It's really funny. Um, all right, Croche. I want to read some recent reviews that have come in on our iTunes page. All right. We've gotten some positive reviews that aren't funny, so I'm not going to read those. What's wrong with these people? I know, but I appreciate it. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, Fish Wimbledon and uh, Mofongo316. Thank you very much. And then we have one from uh, GTGMcast, and they say, garbage. All right. Hey, Carl, ONA was never all that good. Anyway, screw you and this show and your guest hosts and your drops, unless you review my show, Good Times, Great Movies. If you do that, we're cool, man. Also, does everyone in upstate New York have a Midwestern accent, or is it just you? <laughs> Your show bites, and I love every, every moment of it. Don't change. But review my podcast, man. We need the promotion. So five stars, and that comes from uh, Good Times, Great Movies. And there's your promotion about uh, an hour and a half into uh, WATP episode 120. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy that plug. And then uh, Toddy659 says he loves this. Thanks very much. And then we have this one. This is great. Jim Pask says, WATP stands for the worst podcast ever made. That's exactly right, Jim. Five stars. Thanks, buddy. Oh. 
All right. So continue to give us those five-star reviews and, uh, and shit all over us. We do appreciate that. So Crozier. Yeah. What have we accomplished today? Not much, to be no, honest with you. That's true. That's true. We should probably just cut our losses. Yeah, seriously. And get right to the business at hand. And the business at hand is the most important part of the show. It's the reason I get up in the morning. It's the reason why people get up in the morning. It's why you brush your teeth. The teaser. The teaser. All right. I'm tired. This this these shows go on <laughs> way too long these days. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much to get to. Crozier, this is the part of the show where we talk about the show we'll be reviewing next week. What a concept. And I'm going to tell you flat out, I don't have a clip. Oh, all righty then. And there's a reason why I don't have a clip. Okay. The show that we'll be reviewing next weekend, and I'm super excited about this, hasn't been put out yet. It's been recorded, but it drops on Monday, from what I've heard. It doesn't even exist? It doesn't even exist on the internet yet. That's the next step in WATP. Right? Podcasts that don't exist. So listen to this. Okay. Opie Radio, hosted by... Greg Hughes. Yeah. Has guest stuttering John Melendez. Oh. And Jackie the Joke Man Martling. No fucking way. And it's coming out on Monday, and we are going to devote an entire WATP. It's the Opie Radio Revisited. Yeah. I can't make that just a segment, just a, just a bit. No. That's that, we have to focus on this. This yeah. is important. That might be the three worst people ever assembled in one room. I hope Voss calls in or is walking (laughs) past them on the street or something. Seriously. This is going to be amazing. (coughs) That's a fucking nightmare, man. (laughs) It's a nightmare! (laughs) It's a nightmare scenario. I had so many people... And I say this all the time. People tweet me, but this is real. Yeah. So people tweeted me and they said, holy shit, Opie just announced he's got Stuttering John on the show. You have to do this. Like, yes! Oh, Perfect. Yes, Kazaroo! Kazaroo! Nice. So please, join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Did you have anything to plug, Crush? Not a goddamn thing. You want to plug anything? No. You guys tell us how many shows coming up? <laughs> Probably. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Fucking thing suck. This dude is fucking corny. Epic fail. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Uh oh, great hard alert. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense.